guys! This is Miriam Gonzalez here with AfterBuzz TV for the After Show for Girls. We are so excited to talk about tonight's episode. Tune in and join in on all the fun, comment, rate us, all that kind of fun stuff as we break down tonight's episode, Season 5, Episode 6, The Panic in Central Park, where we will break down Marnie's, the crossroads she faces. So tune in and uh, catch up with us. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. But here's to us. Here's to us. Welcome back, everyone, to AfterBuzz TV for the after show for girls. My name is Miriam Gonzalez, and seriously, here is to us. All my bitches are back on the panel. (laughs) Yes. And as I've already introduced myself, let the girls. My I'm us. Kelly, back live. I'm so happy to be back. I missed you guys. Welcome back, Kelly. Reunited and it feels so good. Yes. And of course, I'm Spicy Mari, making sure that it's going to be nice and hot and sexy on this episode. Always, but it always seems that we're the more scandalous ones than you are, which is crazy. I know, because I'm the hater of love this season. <laughs> oh, well, man. welcome everyone to AfterBuzz TV. Like I said, I'm Miriam Gonzalez. I've got my girls here. Here is to us. Here is to the episode of Girls, Season 5, Episode 6, Panic in Central Park and boy what a panic it was yeah. there are some choices to be made and tonight we we only have one storyline to focus on our predictions will be everyone else which would be great because <laughs> boy do I have some guesses but uh, you know we, we have Marnie and it opens up the show with First of all, I could not personally live in a studio apartment with my significant other there needs to be a room and even a one bedroom is still s- too small I mean, that opening scene was priceless because I, I've, and all of you that have ever been in a relationship when you're fighting with someone and you're so annoyed and they're in your face, like, it was so believable and she just was, I felt so just disgusted by his presence. He she was, just didn't want to have anything, to, why are you, what did she say? Aggressively, like, aggressively playing, playing guitar. guitar. Right. But I feel like she's always irritated, though. I, that was like a normal day for Marnie with me. Like, I, I feel like she always has a problem with everything that, any of her partners have done. When have we ever yes. seen her just happy and copacetic? She's picky. And we see like, later on in the show, which we'll get to, where she finally makes that realization, mm-hmm. you know, that she has some stuff to work on. But, you know, here they are. They got into a fight, as we like later see in that morning before she storms out. They got into a fight because she didn't want to go and get a scone with him. And it's like... Well, honey, if you really want to scone that badly and I don't want to go, pick one up for me. Don't make me go with you and get dressed. I'm kind of in my groove. <laughs> it's like Saturday or Sunday morning. You're like, no, like this is me not leaving the house thing. But then he cries. Oh like, my. like cries. Oh. I mean, do you think that's like real crying? Okay. Or do you think that's attention grabbing crying? It's, I think, a combination of both. I'm sorry. Please tweet at us. We love when you guys do. <laughs> You know, comment on the YouTube, download the podcast, give us five stars, do whatever you want, but laugh with us and tell us, do you agree or not? I'm sorry. I think Desi is the biggest poon I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm like, seriously? She doesn't want to get a scone with you. You know. Okay, but this is the difference. Prior to getting Desi, she would have gone to scone with him. Like, all the glitz and glam and the chase and the Because he was with someone else. Taking him from his yes. previous girlfriend, and now she doesn't want anything to do with him. You know, it's as I have always said, we always want what we cannot have. And once we have it, you're like, 
And then you, well, not only that, but then you see what it really is. She had no idea what kind of person he really was. Yes, she did. I feel like she did. Not really. She she knew a version of him. She knew the sexy version of him that was only with her, what, two days a week? And and eating her ass out. (laughs) I mean, that's that's it. They were just very intimate together all the time. They didn't have a real relationship because he was having a relationship with someone else. Okay, so I do admit, I agree with you on that part, but as far as Desi's personality is concerned, I think that she knew that, like, long-term, he wasn't going to be a leader and provider of her family. I don't think that she foresaw that. I mean, I don't think that she anticipated him turning out to be amazing. I think she just wanted what she wanted when she wanted it, and she was being selfish. Well, it goes back to what I said. You know, Marnie's the kind of person where she's like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. Not how the journey is. And she's she was supposed to have the good job. She was supposed to be with the good man. She was supposed to get married at 25 and a half. You know what I mean? And it's, it's Well, that's the first problem. We live in a day and age where that's not true anymore. Like, no. oh, it, it, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's not true. And, you know, God bless you, those who get married in your early 20s, and it lasts you, you are the unicorns. <laughs> you are the unicorns of life. Seriously, like God bless you, but it doesn't happen like that anymore. I mean, I think the statistic of divorce rate is 50-50. Yeah, it's 50-50. You know, and that's unfortunate because people feel like they need to get married or they need to be in this position for whatever reason. And we see in this episode that Marnie First of all, they're living on top of each other. They're fighting over a freaking scone. No, you fight over money. <laughs> Discuss religion beforehand, and you fight about big purchases made without you, like when he built the wall a couple weeks ago, which right. is still not even finished. No, like, it's just it's just stopped. That would drive me crazy, living in like a world of beams <laughs> in the smallest apartment. And it's not like beaming up, Scotty. It's like metal beams where if you wake up in the middle of the night, you can stub a toe or hit your head. She should have just thrown a curtain up and made him sit in the kitchen. I mean, she's good, but there's no window really in there, so she's going to be on, you know, her podcast in the but dark. At least he wouldn't be staring at her. But like, what are they doing for money though? What is she doing? Uh, she's working on her music. No, but like, come on, <laughs> how are they making money? Because they should be fighting over money. You're right. They yeah. aren't. Like the progression of their career isn't really happening. No. Well, Marnie, I think, is a saver, so they're floating probably on her money. Probably. You know, when she had the good job, she probably saved some money. I'm assuming mm-hmm. this. I don't know. You guys tell me. I mean, she was working at the coffee shop at one point, but I think everybody has. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the, go- like that's the go-to job. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, Ray will hook me up. I can at least work there. <laughs> but surprisingly, we get introduced to a new character. Well, old character that gets brought back this episode. I mean, and what a change in that character. Like, a, a complete 180 of who that character was. And I was honestly very surprised, even with the teaser from last week like that he was even coming back just you know side note like off of whatever was happening in the show but just him not wanting to be a part of it well you and know, i just yeah. wonder kind of what happened to come back and the, the look of his character and the way he come, came back i wonder if that has a play on it kind has, of what happened behind the scenes as it well, has you know? to have a play on it first of all let's start here um Christopher Abbott, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Otherwise known as uh, Charlie, Brian, and Brian right. in this episode. But you know, it comes. Uh, this is my guess, and maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm wrong. I like briefly skimmed articles, but didn't get too deep into it. But mm-hmm. you know, season one, he got a little ahead of himself, and he leaves the show, 
And now he's back in season five seeing that, oh my God, it, it kept going without me. And he probably was doing independent films. And like, he did one film project. He hated it. He did, yeah, he did something that I saw actually that was, wasn't bad. But I think what, back in the day when all of that was going on, I remember us talking about it. And he didn't like the progression of his character and the, the, the direction it was taken. Oh, so now that's, that's what it was. That At least according to some of the articles right, that I, I had read, that. that was the reason behind it was that he wanted to focus on his film career and go in a different direction. And they just didn't see eye to eye at that point. And that's why he decided to leave. Okay. So that's why I'm thinking, like, what his character came back to be. Like, that has to kind of, you know, be a little kind of, like, funny. Well, as Lena. we see, you know, um, bring it back full circle. <laughs> She's like, you know, coming back a drug addict. <laughs> exactly. Thank well, before, you. he was like, I don't like the direction of my character. Oh, I'm sorry. You create an app. You're going to become a millionaire if you if you play your cards right. And life is going to be good. What we find out is when he runs into Marnie... She, like, you know, kind of, like, lays into him and says, you know, you were very, um, cruel. you were POS to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you were really cruel and it wasn't cool and all that kind of stuff. Not that she was perfect either, but come yeah. to find out that um, his dad had died and he was in mourning and he didn't share that with her. I don't even believe that. Do you believe anything yes. that comes out of Charlie, Chuck, whatever, Charlie Brian's name? Like. <laughs> Come on now. I do believe that because he said his dad died. They had already broken up. His dad had died. His dad had hung himself and committed suicide. That weighs really heavy on someone that not a lot of people, especially someone like a Marnie, could not even wrap their head around losing somebody that they love so close and dear. And as we see, he went from having everything, the app company Mm -hmm. and being the CEO and Mr. Big Pants and full of ego. And then he has this, this major amount of loss from his father now to his company. And now we see that he's like totally slinging coke on the street. Well, and to high end hookers. So, okay. I do understand what you're saying because I have lost a parent. So I know that feeling. But the reason that I don't believe him in this situation is because I think he was trying to manipulate Marnie. Like he just wanted her to spend the day with him. So he was going to say whatever he needed to say to get back in her good graces so he could get his way. I think his character has changed completely, and he did a really good job of acting on this episode. No, like, when no, I first saw him and this accent that he got, and like he, he you all of a sudden, he, told, all of a sudden yeah. he turns into like an East Coast Puerto Rican. I don't know what <laughs> he did, but that was like that's some good acting glasses because yeah. he's a completely different person. No, now. I thought he was great, and I loved the whole interaction because, as you said at the beginning, just you know tonight that you know you felt like Marnie. We've never really seen Marnie happy. We've never really seen her be cool, except I feel like except for this episode. Mm. We finally see her let loose. I feel like she was being 100% herself. She was going along with the night. She wore the dress with the sneakers. She went and pretended to be a, played along with a hooker, got like 600 bucks, took him to dinner. Dude, yeah. that's and smart. I felt like she was just really like <laughs> letting go of everything. And I think that's when she had this epiphany that, you know, I really am not as smart as I thought I was. I am not, the, I am not at all. She was thinking so much about what the journey should be, she wasn't taking it. Yeah. And I think she finally realized She it. really did, you know, when, when she says to Charlie that, you know, you're family to me. They were together a yeah. long time. And he's like, what did he say that just had me in stitches? He goes, you don't remember me right. She's like, right? <laughs> right? Like, when did you forget how to talk and articulate? I love how she called him out on all of that. You know, and, and I like that she like, stood up to him and told him how she felt and told him what mm-hmm. he did to her. Yeah. I really did like that, even though I don't feel like it was all his fault from all the stuff from back. But I like yeah. that she finally was like, this is what you did to me and this is what I thought of you and you told me this. Yeah. And then he apologized. I mean, what more can you ask for from that? 
that. But even this journey that he took her on. Huh? Like, Charlie's another person yeah. too, even what he's taking her on. Because he was mm-hmm. a square bear before. So now he's living on the edge and doing crazy things also. So I feel like it took him getting to this place and her... Although she doesn't, um, although he hurt her, she still has, like, a trust for him. So I think that's why, too, she was able. There's a comfort there, and she knows mm-hmm. he's not going to let anything happen yeah, to her. Yeah, it's a familiar act. Yeah, so you're she familiar. went with the program. You know, so we digress, and we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. But, you know, he finally convinces her to go and go to this party, which I already feel I'm like, trouble. <laughs> and then they go shopping, and first of all, the the total 360 from like when they dated before to now she's like oh I'm not gonna try and change you like everything uh, that she yeah. would have done before she wouldn't have and we saw the same with him in the dress shop where he's like babe try this on try this on try mm-hmm. this on and it's like look at you Poppy Chula acting <laughs> yes, all like exactly yeah. but then he's going to the bathroom every five seconds yeah okay so <laughs> at first I thought he had a UTI because <laughs> you know I'm this low one so I figured maybe he, it was either that or he was doing some deal or he was going to rob somebody really quick when he went to the bathroom but apparently it's more than that yeah. I thought I thought he was doing a deal if not doing a bump yes okay for sure which we later find out it's a little deeper than coke yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so anyhow, they, you know, they get the dress. He goes and does either his deal or coke, whatever he was. You tell us, what do you guys think? What did he do in the it, bathroom? It was heroin. Well, well yeah, later. That, later but... we get to that, which, you know, he had it on his person. So yeah. the whole time he's with Marnie, he's running around with paraphernalia on him. Yeah. You well, know. Shoot, shoot, shooting. Well, right, he's yeah. shooting, but he's also selling. So he was they, selling to that guy at the party. Yeah, so they go to the hotel where she's wearing the dress and the kicks, which I think is hysterical. <laughs> and you can only get away with in New York. That's the funny <laughs> part. Like, <laughs> you can't walk around in sneakers and a hot dress around these parts. <laughs> Unless it's like a cute, like, summer dress in yeah, Converse. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> it's very Too much on here. <laughs> right? So anyhow, you know, they go to the party and he wants to leave her to do this deal, and she refuses, so she walks up with him. He now is going by Brian, which, you know, it's smart to be anonymous when you're selling freaking right. drugs. Yeah. You don't want people knowing your real name or where you really live. And uh, although, I, you know, we find that he lives in the projects. Um, That's crazy. No, and I can see, like, how he felt, and we'll get into that in a minute. But so anyhow, they're at the party. He winds up, you know, pulling the guy aside. She's talking to the uh, the other hooker. He claims he's the, the fiance. Date. The date. Well, no, he's like my yeah. fiance. And I'm like, mm, uh huh. She's like, how old are you? 20 and a half, 25 and a half. Of course you are. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like going to, uh, oh, what's my favorite hotel here in Beverly Hills? And I refuse to not go with a guy, the Four Seasons on Doheny. Oh, yeah. yeah I swear, yeah. I'm like, every time I walk in there with girls, I swear people think that I'm a freaking hooker. <laughs> really? <laughs> Go in there only with a guy. It's great people watching. Okay. I've seen Ryan Seacrest right. get harassed, like, phone in his face. It's That's just, hilarious. it's not cool. But anyway, there are certain hotels, and this is one of them, that looks like a hooker <laughs> establishment. Old guys, young girls, mm-hmm. you know, champagne floating around. But I like that she had the same reaction as the store clerk did to her when she was kind of going on her little rants about, <laughs> I thought I was going to be this person at 25. And, you know, she's like, no, that's about right. I'm a woman <laughs> who's been touched. <laughs> I'm like, I've just, had this hands touched, touched and I've touched things. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to shake you. Wait till you get a little bit older. Wait till you get to your 30s. It gets even more fun. <laughs> but, um, you know, so we see that they're in there. And, and when they leave, you know, of course, once again, Charlie's like off to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, which leaves her open for the total indecent proposal situation. <laughs> yes. 
where he obviously wasn't looking down at her feet to see that she's not totally dressed like a hooker. I don't think he cared. No, I don't think so. No, I mean, he just saw an opportunity to have a threesome. Yeah, clearly he will pay for, you know, yeah. anything he wants. I like how he was like, do I need to talk to Brian to negotiate this? <laughs> Which is hysterical. Like, like, no, I'll handle it. And she, the way she handled it, I'm like, that's brilliant. Lena, yes, yes. 100 for the dress rental. Whoever wrote that part Lena, is yeah. just fantastic. So, you know, she's like, my name is... Margarita or Magita Perez. Magita Perez. Perez. And it's like $300 she for the night. She went in and out of accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's Perez. Oh, and it's going to be $100 for my dress. I'm like, wait, what? $200 to go above the 10th floor. I'm afraid of heights. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. If I ever get approaches a hooker and it's in a hotel, yeah. I'm totally going to do that. That's hilarious. Cash up front, I'll meet you in an hour. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly and it, it was. Did. I thought it, that was just so like such a cute part because she was just really letting loose and not didn't get offended and yeah. just totally went with it and was just like you know I'm gonna have some fun with it and they went out and had a blast off of her. You know, she's like I'm I'm hungry and I'm rich. So let's go. <laughs> and we see that her and Charlie they still have that connection. Yeah, they were just kids when they. I mean, it, it was only two years ago, but. They were young when they they were together, and they were living together kind of a little too soon for that age. And, you know, now they're just a little bit more seasoned. So to see them, you know, having a really good time eating and laughing and drinking and then dancing and then the connection when they were dancing. Yeah, yeah. I knew Arnie was going to fall for the okie I'm like, again. that is just a recipe for trouble. <laughs> I mean, my mom says to me all the time, she's like, never put yourself alone in a room with a married man. Yeah. And that's vice versa because mm-hmm. now you're leaving yourself open for either being approached and or vice versa, you know. And um, it's never it never ends up good. It's like nothing good happens after two a.m. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember hearing that. You one. know what I mean? And so we see like after they leave from having this fantastic night, they're walking down the street. They now get robbed by like the scrawniest little dude. Oh my gosh! I don't even think that was a real gun. I would have. I'm a skeptic. I think that was a toy gun, and he could have like kicked it out of the boy's hand. You know, hand or for something. a minute, as sketchy as Charlie kind of was, like I thought he might have like set that up. I thought so too. I thought for, like, maybe he second. set it up. Really? I really did. I was thinking that. I, I was, was just waiting for him to. Money. Yeah, I was waiting for him to do something like bad, and then we find. Well, the he did. He had a knife. He tried. You know, he did the knife in the face. Yeah. Then you know, scrawny McDoodle. <laughs> I was like, seriously? If, if he came up to me, I would have been like, I would have bitch slapped him. I'm sorry. If you're that small and you come and try to rob my ass. He's like so shaking shaky. with the gun. I'd be like, you need to put that squirt gun away before I shoot you with it. Well, and Marnie was like, I could tell she wanted to give the purse. She was like, not going to even yeah. play with it. But he was at first, you know, being macho. And then when yeah. the gun was bigger than his knife, well, he gave I like I like that he was being um, protective because that's something that she needed before from him. Mm-hmm, and yeah. that's something that she needs now. And she's got poon-ass freaking <laughs> Desi crying every 10 seconds. Seriously. If you cry on me, I will smack <laughs> you like yesterday's hoe. I'm not even kidding. Like, what kind of crap is that? He has feelings, Miriam. I know. It, Come I know. on. He's very emotional. He's sensitive. I don't He's think a it's poon. a problem with guys crying. I think you got to choose why you're crying. Like, I don't want you just crying over everything. You cannot be a whiner. Girls. But having feelings, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, God. But to do it to get attention like a child throwing tantrums yeah, is a whole different you deal. You only get to cry if you lose a family member or... <laughs> We break up. <laughs> then it's like, oh, I want you teary-eyed. I don't want you to be able to come out the house. Well, 
Poo Nastassi. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, do you agree with me or am I just being too harsh? Am I am I that much of an emasculator? <laughs> you man eater you. Watch out, here I come. <laughs> so Open anyhow. your heart to me, Bella. <laughs> oh my god, Bella. Like, seriously, he's such a poon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So anyhow, we digress. So they wind up getting robbed, you know, now her wedding ring's gone, her purse is gone. Which prior to that, actually, prior to them getting robbed, I really liked their uh, the little boat ride. Oh, I know. Because speaking of purse, when she hopped on that boat, she didn't bring her purse. I out was it. wondering yeah. where was her purse? Did it drop this, in the lake? No, they threw it to the side. Yeah. yeah, but still, it's in Central Park. That's like leaving your your purse on your front seat with the windows where you can see it. You're leaving yeah. yourself open to get robbed. <laughs> If any time they should have gotten robbed, it was then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not after the boat ride. But we see them there on the boat prior to the robbery. And... You know, of course, she's questioning, like, it's not our boat. And he's like, come on. And we do see Marnie really mm-hmm. loosen up in this episode by getting on that boat mm-hmm. and taking a risk. and Not being upset when she fell in. No. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was really interesting because right before they fell in, you know, they had that moment where they just were about to start kissing and then they fall in. But there was, like, this... When she was under the water and her hair, which I love those scenes yeah. when I see pictures like that, you know, her hair is all big and all the bubbles or whatever. And it's like, that's when you, you can see in that moment, I think that's when she had her epiphany. It's yeah. like, I'm not going to have these romantic, risky, fun moments with my crybaby ass husband. Like, <laughs> poon. <laughs> I mean, not <laughs> like, even so much on. just that, but just life overall. I mean, her relationship with Charlie, just as she said, like, that he was family. That was her family. And I think she was able so much more to kind of let go and have, like, that kind of carefree mm-hmm. night because she was so comfortable with just being in his presence, like, yeah. just being around. And having that moment that just is, like, this is, cannot be what my life is, I feel like. is like, you know, you wake up one day and you're like, none of this makes sense. Like, all of this is wrong. I have so much to learn. There's so much I need to kind of deal with, especially when she confronts Desi and they're talking about it and you know just like things that she kind of brings up and she remembers the things that she put up with and things that she let people do and she's like wow i have so much i've got to figure out she really does and and i think a big part of that which i'm like what the hell charlie had like a scene of like the bahamas <laughs> on his that? belly and he yeah. had that tattoo humble life <laughs> yeah, yeah i was like wow like life got hard for him yeah, that's why man. i believe like the whole dad dying thing yeah. that stuff really messes with your head when somebody kills himself and so you know here he is now living in what is the projects practically with the trash bag in his window you know because he doesn't have a curtain and uh you know he's laying there with marnie and before they wind up having sex he's like why don't we just run away together and and they're both you can see them contemplating like this Mm -hmm. could be a possibility like you're safe for me i know that i'll be taken care of in some way shape or form emotionally maybe not always physically but then we'll see and uh you know they just want to escape the lives that they're living him being a drug dealer her <laughs> her married to Poon Desi she's yeah she's a musician and he's a drug dealer you know what i mean like she's probably sugar dadding and like i said she probably has money and is supporting Desi which is another thing like she's a strong chick and i totally get it like it's easy to start emasculating a guy when he is not she taking care of his end anymore. of the no. no you can't have respect for someone that doesn't take care of their business right. it's hard to and it's hard to come back from that too and so you know we see that when she you know, her and Charlie wind up having like mad monkey sex <laughs> and they're all happy. And I swear we'll get into that in the predictions in a few minutes. Um, but, you know, afterwards, you know, she, she goes to take a shower. And when she, first of all, that shower scene was hysterical. 
<laughs> well, I like to have a ba- you know, it's a shared bathroom, so the, the That's shower why and like, in the hall. They're in the project. <laughs> that was so disgusting. She used some random girl towel. How does she oh. even know which one is Charlie's and is he even showering? Just I, saying. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't look like he showers regularly. It's but. like, um, oh, hi. Where's your, can you, since you have a communal bathroom with a communal shower, which, why didn't she lock the door? Or maybe it doesn't lock. Maybe it doesn't. And uh, why don't you just hand me a towel so that way I'm not using some other bitches to <laughs> just saying so uh yeah so anyhow um that was an interesting conversation and when she gets back to the room she does her typical marnie thing where she starts cleaning up and comes across which my assumption is he's shooting heroin you know he's got the rubber thingy the syringe like oh yeah that was a total God. like that was not a diabetes a diabetics kit that was and a it's total, so funny because I turned to yeah. you guys and I was like is he really a diabetic or <laughs> is he using drugs no is he really a diabetic no <laughs> you don't need all those extra things when you're <laughs> no, getting your insulin you take shot. a needle in the ass or in your finger or whatever maybe he was he's still just supplying it to other people. No, because the way he was even acting, I mean, he could have been just asleep, but he kind of had that kind that of groggy, oh, groggy. Like he just had gotten some. Yeah. Gotten some and gotten some. Oh, yeah, literally. I don't know. Every sense of the but, word. But I mean, also, you got to think if, you know, the suicide, like all those things that happened in his life, he lost everything. He lost his dad, all those. Things. I mean, that could have been one of the things that he kind of turned to and how he got into, you know, his current employment of, you know, distributing yeah. to others. It, it happens, you know. It does. Sometimes you go through <clears throat> life's things and, and you hit crazy different types of bottoms and this is his that we're seeing. And we're seeing that this is hers too in a different form. And so after she leaves, mm, her completely disgusted, she left her shoes behind, which I thought I was know. hysterical. She was like, I'm done. I'm yeah. grossed out. I'm done. Yeah, why didn't she put her shoes on though? What, I know, what that was kind of gross. Did you see when he, she walked in, like walked back up the stairs, and her feet were black at the bottom? I'm like, girlfriend, you need a petty. <laughs> and then she got, you know, and then when she, you know, goes over and gets into, he's like, did she wash her feet before she walked? <laughs> no, she didn't, didn't care about that. Oh. They're gross like that. They take baths together. Kind of looks like she smells like milk. Like, <laughs> I and think, oatmeal. Yeah, I don't think Hannah mind at all. Have you ever taken a, an oatmeal and milk bath? It's fantastic. Uh, it's so good but for your let's skin. talk about the conversation that she has with Desi. Yeah. After all that happens, as she goes back to the house, she finally says to him, I don't want to be married to you. Which I predicted. I just want to say. (laughs) I I, I feel like that one was, you know, pretty much in the bag. That was not going to last. Well, Lena Dunham said it best. Uh, Hannah said it at the wedding when she left with Fran. You know, she's marrying a guy that she doesn't even know. You know, here he was. He was shiny and attractive when he had a girlfriend yeah and they were just having sex twice a week and they were singing songs and living in fairy tale <laughs> land and uh, you know now now the reality is set in that there's this person is more than meets the eye and for her to come back to him sitting on the stairs with a pillow and Wow, oh, Jesse! Wow. I don't think it just has to do with him, though. I mean, she admitted that it has to do with her, but I think it's a hundred percent mostly her. I think it yeah. would have been jacked up with anybody, even you know, The Rock or Brad Pitt. I feel like she would have jacked that relationship up because she's so lost. It was doomed mm-hmm. from the get-go, and that's the thing. He is, and she said, like, when he first was crying in the beginning of the episode, I'm going to kill myself. You're too narcissistic to kill yourself. (laughs) Like, it's all about attention. And here we are back again. It's all about attention. And look at me and me, 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 me. 
But that's also a lot of the way that she always was in yes. the beginning of the series. She exactly. was always me, 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 me. That's why she ended up exactly where she is. And I feel like, like I said, I feel like she married Hannah. She's looking at this twisted version of herself because they have a lot in common. That's why they were mm-hmm. friends. And it's just like, ugh, this cannot be what my life is. No. It's like, I just feel like, and she even admits, you know, I, sh- I, I knew we should have never gotten married, but I didn't want... To, she didn't want to lose. She just didn't want to admit that she was going in a bad direction. She didn't want to admit to herself, and she absolutely didn't want to admit to her friends. And it haunted her, the things that Charlie said. So that's why she felt like she had to prove this point of, look, I am going to be married and, you know, be more than someone's wife or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that haunted her. That messed with her conscious. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she she says to Desi, she's like, I don't even know who I am. I, I'm like a ghost of her. I'm like a ghost of myself, She's yep. a, you know, and that's a scary place to be when you're like, you look in the mirror and you don't recognize yourself anymore and everything is so out of control because now you've got divorce on the table unless they let her annul it and that could be, you know, first of all, Desi, on top of being a poon, you're psycho. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like even if it goes smoothly, if she's able to even do, you know, like get this divorce in the way that she wants to. Well, her mom, I think, is very like, will help with that. Yeah. Her mom's like, you know, yeah. but, you know, it's it's the fact that he says, you know, be on your be on your own, do what you want. But, uh, you know, it's a lot harder out there. And, and you know, you'll probably get <laughs> murdered. I'm like, dude, am I seeing this going to be on like. An episode of 60 Minutes. <laughs> like, but, I mean, and, and kind of, I, I don't feel like he's that far. I mean, yeah. Just, no. just saying, like, you know about this much about what the real world is. And, and he was I trying to scare like her. That, right. But there was truth to what but he was saying. But I feel saying. like there absolutely was a little bit of truth to that, because she doesn't. Even when she gets robbed, she's like, I didn't even think people got robbed anymore. Oh, no. I, I like, <laughs> and well, that, that's all for predictions, but, you know, he sits there and he, he starts threatening, like, murder, murder. And he's not threatening, he's saying it, but I feel like he can be a threat and he would try to act upon something. You think he's going to kill her? I think something's going to happen. But we'll get into that into predictions. Wow. You know, so anyhow. to a dark place I know. (laughs) But but he went into that dark place. You've got to take someone. Like, it's one thing when you're, like, mad at somebody. And you're like, dude, you're you're an asshole. I want to kill you for doing X, Y, Z. But when you say to someone... You know, it's hard out there and you'll probably get murdered. Are you telling me my future? Should I get a restraining order right now? Like, what's up with that? Yeah. What's up with that? And, of course, then he goes back to crying again on his pillow. And (laughs) And I like how she says, no, I can't understand you. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, just think about the good times, the times in the beginning. And he's like, she's like, what, when you had a girlfriend and you did me twice a week and it was only physical? And put a pillow over my face because you couldn't stand the guilt of cheating on your girlfriend? I mean, come on. And I think that, like, I like what she was like, wow, I've got some issues. I've got some stuff to work through because she let that happen. Yes. Totally. She allowed that to happen, and here is her life now. She And I love, love, love that she's had this moment because she was a character that was just, like, getting under my skin because it was all that entitlement, and I'm just so perfect and just not accepting that, no, this is your life, and you're on. You're not on the right track. You're not on the track that you think you are. No, Hannah's the only character now getting under my skin. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just getting worse. And I love her. But with that being said, um, shall we get into predictions, ladies? Let's. <laughs> Yay, since Kelly's back, you first. Hello. Oh my gosh, okay. So, Marty's totally pregnant. Uh, <laughs> by Brian. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> I, wouldn't that be something? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we're lucky enough for that, but I would I love think we are. for that to go there. That she's, you know, then, and then, then, then 
I, 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 I would love to see that happen. I don't think that it will, but I would love for her, or at least to have a scare. None of them have and then tried it, huh? No, they've only had mm. one scare, and I think there's two potential possible pregnancies. Yeah, coming up. Jessa but, and, and the, soon it won't be girls, it'll be called maternity. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I see those two having scare and slash one or yeah. both being pregnant well, at the I same think, time. I think Desi's going to, you know, kind of give her a hard time about the divorce and just cause drama. Oh, for sure. And it's just, you know, I think that's going to be entertaining to kind of watch and see how that plays out. Oh, yeah. But um, I love that Hannah and Fran are still together. And I think he is like the perfect person for her because he just calls her <laughs> out. And I love, love, love it. And I can't wait to see kind of what happens next week. I think that she's going to sabotage the relationship. For sure. Well, it looks like we're going to see all of them together with uh, Adam and Jessa at uh, something that Adam That's is doing. Be trauma. And that is he's going, going to, to be acting, acting the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so he's performing somewhere. Yes. And I I'm, I'm really think that that is going to play into... I think Hannah's going to sabotage both of those relationships. I think Hannah's going to put hands on Jessa. I think they're going to fight. I think it's going to be a girl brawl. fight. Girl no, fight. For sure. Like, and Jessa deserves to get smacked around. I'm sorry. <laughs> so does Hannah, though. Yep. Okay, they both need to put hands on each other. But she's yep. going to sabotage the relationship. I agree with you yeah. wholeheartedly. Especially because her friend's going through a breakup. Then, And she doesn't really want to be in that relationship anyways. It's kind of like a transference of emotion. You know, yep. she's going to be yeah. taking on, you know, what her friend is going through. Oh, and I feel like Adam is just going to tell her what it is and just... You know, tell her, don't even, because if this was turned around, you would be doing the exact same exactly. thing. Exactly. And and it's also the fact that, like, if if she didn't make it all about her when Jessa was going and studying the last time they went out for, mm-hmm. was it gelato or oatmeal, whatever it was, um, <laughs> if she didn't make it all about her, they wouldn't have gotten into that fight. And I, in my opinion, my opinion, you guys tell me what you think. Um, tweet at us. Uh <laughs> I feel that if she didn't say you're being a bitch, you know, you're an asshole, what all the stuff that she said to, to, to Jessa before she left, yeah. Jessa wouldn't have made that impromptu decision to go and have sex with Adam. But what? it was like that was maybe Jessa's not a plan. No, but Jessa no, to have totally. her to have her physically like push her away in such a way like when we look back at that episode, they're at Jess's apartment. Jess is in the middle of studying. She's really busy doing her own thing. She's trying to keep it to herself. She's trying to keep it together. And Hannah's making everything all about her. They had already jacked off to each other. I'm sorry. No, no, no. But no. they didn't touch each other. It wasn't oh like my that God. bad. They didn't look at first. Now, I'm not... A couple, they mentally slept together. Couple disclaimers. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say over and over and over, I do not condone this situation. But I do find it very interesting because I think it happens a lot more than not. And I think it, the whole thing with her and Hannah was one of those things where she was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her what she wants. I'm gonna go have this little like girlfriend date with her. Let's see how she acts. If she, you know, if she treats me bad or if she turns out to be exactly what Adam said, well then, f it. I'm gonna go do what I want. And I think that's exactly what happened. Is because she proved Adam right. No, you don't yes. get a day. Like you can't base but your entire I mean, friendship. But it's not a day. Off it's of like, one day of getting in a fight. But it's not. That's this is their friendship. This like, is a this lead is up. What it was. This is what it's always been. It's yeah. always they been. They chose each other. They're both. Like, it's okay. Skanky. It's, so right. But you also, 
you also you put into perspective as you get older and as you're going through you you look at your friends and you put your relationship into perspective and it's not always the same as when you first started out as friends no all of a sudden you you know you divvy it up and all of a sudden people turn from friends to acquaintances or people that you drink with people that you go to lunch with you know you kind of everybody kind of gets gets into a box i completely get that and understand that except for when you do that and you're like oh we're distant you know the relationship is a little bit strained now and then you go and have your shenanigans with whoever their ex-lover may be when that relationship doesn't work out guess who you go back to your original friends even when people get married and your girlfriends you know you stop spending time with them as soon as you're divorced again you're back at their house but it depends on what that relationship is because that's mm. not always true. It really depends on why you why you became distant and kind of just what all those reasons were. And if you, you know, sometimes you look at your friends, and I know this has happened like growing up through the years. I look at people that I thought were one way that would turn out to be completely different, and it's not anything other than we're just we're just not on you know we just don't mess not on the same page anymore and that's the thing um with jessa and and hannah we've seen their relationship go through many rocky levels and you know as as you do get older you do grow apart and you know jessa would have never have dated an adam you know season one but he or she's evolved he's evolved everyone's evolving except hannah sort of yeah. And and so it's like, what's going to happen? Tell us what you guys think. Go to After Buzz TV on Twitter. You can go to YouTube and comment on the link. You can go to the podcast and download the podcast. Rate us, comment. We like reading all that stuff and, and chatting with you guys. And you can also tweet at us. Uh, ladies, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Kelly with an IE 079. And you guys can play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at Spicy Mari. You can find me on Twitter at Miriam L. Gonzalez and see what I ate last night on my Instagram <laughs> at Miriam G1. Anyhow, we will be back next weekend, next Sunday, with another fun after show for girls. And we look forward to seeing and hearing from you guys until then. So, peace awesome. out. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.